Okay, so Loomis, what did you think of my my list of do you have your do you have your own list of best Gambone monuments? I I do not, mainly because the last time I so this was like specifically how do you say this guy's last name? Michael Gab Gambone, Gavin? I think. Gambon. Probably should have looked that up for uh uh doing this yeah we're <laughs> podcasting you should My have bad. looked up how to pronounce the guy's name joe i'll google it um no so i i just yeah, it's gambon. i don't remember gambon. the last gam yeah. gambon okay i don't remember the last time i like sat and watched all the movies um so i mean i've re- i reread the books last year because you had me reread them and then we did our whole the whole thing where we talked about every single book and i cried and it was great um but i actually don't remember like a lot of his stuff that's why I was glad that I read yours so I can definitely comment on yours um but I think I just get really frustrated at Dumbledore so that anytime he like it does something good I forget about it because I'm mad at him you know one thing about Gambon um kind of speaking to his legacy you know now that he's passed yeah uh, is that I think he kind of, I don't know, I, th- I feel like there was a lot of flack around him taking over from Harris because Harris was so well-liked. But I think the funny thing yeah. was is that in the end, he actually ended up being like a really, really good actor for that role. So like he he just had some amazing moments in that, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I, regardless of how you feel about the character, he ended up fitting the, fitting the role really well. Oh, yeah. No, he was yeah. amazing. Um, except the uh did you put your <laughs> name in the goblet of fire <laughs> yeah that was the one uh <laughs> i love those memes too <laughs> harry dumbledore said calmly i love the memes too like where he's like ha- harry's, harry's like having a moment and then like dumbledore pops in and says that so did you put your name <laughs> yeah hilarious um yeah, no, but I actually, yeah, I I read your list and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. This is a really cool thing. Um, So number 10 was when he saved Draco Malfoy. Um, I did want to say, so when I was when I was in sixth grade, how old was the sixth grader? 12, 13? How old? Shoot. 12? You're, you're, you're touching on one of my weaker <laughs> points here. Probably younger. No, I think younger than that. 11? Right? I, think. I don't know. Yeah, 11, 12? Okay, young, anyway. I yeah. So I was in sixth grade. I was too young to watch my like six-year-old little sister by myself. But like mm. my parents went out for a date. Um, and so I would have been fine to stay by myself. But like the five-year-old was also there. So or so so mm. it was like it was like we needed a babysitter so megan went to sleep and then my babysitter came and like we just talked and she was like have you read the new harry potter book yet and i said no because this was, this was like summer i was like no my mom doesn't let me read it and this was like when albertson's carried the harry potter books do you remember okay, that? You've told me this Obsessed. story before you've already told me oh this story. and then i told you my babysitter <laughs> spoiled the fact that dumbledore dies don't did I tell you that? that you so did. my she I remember wasn't, the Albertsons because I was always like, no way. Albertsons. So she wasn't even my babysitter. She was there for my sister. But she was like, oh, did you know that Dumbledore dies? And I was like, who's Dumbledore? Because I had not read the series because my parents had not let me read Harry Potter yet. So I had to be 11. And so I was like, OK, I guess one character dies. And then I start reading the 
book one and then I meet Dumbledore and I'm like, oh, this dude's going to die. So I went through the entire series no that knowing sucks. that Dumbledore was going to die. That oh, absolutely. Have burdened that <laughs> while going through all of that or carry that burden while going absolutely. through all that. Absolutely. So Jennifer Porter, if you're reading this, I still remember. <laughs> and I'll, I'll never, never no, you. I'll I'll forgive her. I'll just never forget about it and I'll complain about it on a podcast. Um it was super it was a super controversial moment. Yeah. Like everybody was like, he's not actually dead. He's gonna come back like Dumbledore. Gandalf. Like, he Gandalf. is Gandalf. He's yeah, but like, I think this was a, to me. I, I think I wrote this in an article, but to me, this is a very defining moment where it was setting up his like his humanity that we'd eventually explore more in the next book. Yeah, right? for sure. So, yeah, no. So I agree. Yeah, that was a pretty powerful moment. moment, and like, it was even more powerful when you realized like what a chess player Dumbledore is. Like the reason that yeah. like. Like, because he wanted to make sure that Severus would be in charge of the Elder Wand and not Malfoy. Yeah. Like, that was a whole thing. It Wild. Absolutely insane. But but then there is also, like, the... So, one thing that people in my circle got really hung up on was, like, the morality of it. Like, is it really, like, moral that he had his friend kill him? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I I would I would what would Thomas Aquinas say? I would say absolutely not. Like I like that that's one yeah. of the things like you can't you can't kill someone to like it's immoral to kill someone so that they don't go through worse pain, which is like like a super yeah. interesting like moral thing especially i think about like spies with like cyanide pills like is it moral to take the cyanide pill and thomas Aquinas would say no because mm. there's always a chance that you can escape or like because you never actually know for certain what's going to happen so yeah i wonder if the war element because they were at war and so because he killed him he kind of got like in into his like inner circle right Snape? i so. mean i'd still i mean you can't there what's the ends don't justify the means so yeah. well also one of his reasonings was like oh well Malfoy's already he's innocent but Snape's um oh he's already but bad Snape's so. already bad <laughs> but it's like but you're gonna layer like murder on, I don't think he's murdered no, anybody he yet. definitely <laughs> hadn't murdered anybody yet yeah so you're gonna layer that onto it like maybe that's not the best idea so yeah so that's no yeah super interesting so but you know what characters can have moral failings and still be good characters so but it also ties in with what you were saying, like him being a chess player and he's not necessarily the most moral guy. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I get really worked up <laughs> like, about this. <laughs> no, I love it. I love well, it. But he gets like, he has like his own motives. Yeah. He moves like, don't get me really started about, about right we wrong. know it is canon. It's canonically correct that you can create a port key that the ministry doesn't know about. So why did Dumbledore not just create a port key for Lily and James Potter to leave England and go somewhere else? Why did they have to have a secret keeper at all? Why couldn't Lily and James be each other's secret keepers? There's, but there's I love so, it. I love it that their reasoning is like Oh, let's not let's not give it to the really good friend who loves I, us. Let's it give it to the less good friend. <laughs> it is so stupid. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Because no, we got to get off. Nobody would ever this. think of giving this. Nobody would ever think of giving this role to the the loser guy, but anyway, We got to we got to we got to not because I will literally complain about what happened to James and Lily Potter for the rest of my life. Like I will be upset. Okay, number 9. Number, number nine. 9. I'm moving on. 
What do you what do you think of? I feel like this one's probably not one that would come to a lot of people's minds. Yeah. As a big moment, but like to me, I like it because, you know, Harry's sort of alone most of the time, doesn't really have a lot of people in his corner. And here, even when like Dumbledore doesn't want and has his own reason for not facing him, like he still comes to help him out. Like how do you yeah, feel? Yeah, no, I think that's super I don't know. I just think it's super interesting. Like, poor Harry. <laughs> like He's just, Harry's just going through it, man. I feel like that's the summary of every book. Harry is just going through it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, which is probably why everybody relates to it so well, right? It. It's because that's kind of the summary of everybody's life. Oh, yeah. Life, yeah. It's, it's what it's like adulthood is saying, oh, today's been, or this has been a hell of a week, every week until you die. <laughs> um, no, but I, yeah, this is yeah, this is a good part I remember. And I I think it is awesome because yeah, like at at this point in the book, Harry has probably three adult figure four adult four adult figures who would a- who could actually come to bat for him. Like McGonagall, Dumbledore are the only two that like have any kind of social and political clout because Sirius Black would also definitely come to bat for him, but like, you know, he's a wanted criminal. And then re- yeah. <laughs> and then Minor, minor, minor problem, problem. and then Remus Lupin <laughs> would also come to bat for him, but he's a werewolf. So, um, yeah, I feel like Dumbledore is like Dumbledore, like knew he was like one of the only people who could actually like come and support Harry, and he did. So I appreciate. He's his only reputable friend. Well, uh, McGonagall. That's why I threw McGonagall in there. Yeah, true. But it, it's funny because you're you 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 brought in a good point. Like he doesn't usually flex like that. He does right? not. Like, yeah. Like I'm like like he just comes in and just like takes it over and he's really impatient. He's really kind of impatient. Yeah. Like, as an act, like um he portrays him. Gambon portrays him very impatiently throughout yeah. the whole film. Which kind of really like why are we even doing this? You know who I am. Yeah. Like you know who I am. Yeah. Why are you even questioning me? I love it. Yeah. No. It's um, great. Number eight. Uh, the having a heart to heart with Harriet King's Cross. Very emotional. I definitely wept in the book. But uh, I, I think I also I definitely also teared up during the movie the first time I watched it. Um, and I haven't really watched the second the second book seven since pretty much just because it's so emo- like it's so emotionally heavy that I'm just like, ah, if I'm going to if I want to if I want to watch a Harry Potter movie, I don't want to come out like weeping so i'll probably watch there's a lot going yeah on so sure, i'll probably yeah. watch the, i think the one i've rewatched the most is the second one um but yeah i remember this was like really good and uh gambin played it really well so why i have a question for you why isn't harry more pissed off when he like is that just a movie thing or is that in the well books? Like, harry kind of lost his mind in the fifth book do you remember he like screamed at Dumbledore and like Dumbledore let him right. scream at him? I don't remember. I don't moment, remember yeah. if we got that moment in the movies. No, we didn't. No. Oh, so chalk that up to another thing the movies got incorrect. <laughs> I'll put that in my list. Are you making yeah. a Are you but making like, a list of things the movies got I have incorrect? Because I could also I have a talk, list. I'm updating it. I could also talk about that for hours. Next podcast. Yes. We'll do that next okay. podcast for sure. Uh, yeah. So I think at this point, like. I also think staring death in the face changes <laughs> your perspective on things. Mm. Um, yeah. And so I, I think, and I also think, right. It's just that whole mo mo. It's like this whole m- movement motion of like things are changing. Like 
Harry is just going through kind of a spiritual experience and you don't necessarily yell at people during spiritual experiences. Yeah. And I think it's kind of a little bit of a moment of like, yeah, you know what I did kind of thing, but I, I, I still, I, I personally like, still would not have named my son Albus. Just, just gonna, you also wouldn't have named him after, you know who either. Well, I mean, not you, either, you know who, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you wouldn't have named him after Severus Joke's either. on me because Thomas is actually a name that I love for a boy. So. Oh, man. I will not call him Tom, though, because I'm like, look, you're not Voldemort. Um, I, No, I definitely would have named him after Snape. I, I strongly dislike Snape. and. But maybe it's just sort of like Harry coming to terms with all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like where he's like okay, I could just be upset with these people, but instead I'm just going to remember them for their best moments. Yeah, but you don't name your moments. son after them. <laughs> well, why do you think he did then? Because I think it's a narrative flaw. Uh, okay. I think that... So J.K. Rowling, 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 I don't know how people say her name. Um, she is she is amazing in some aspects, but then other aspects of the story just like doesn't line up to like real humans, like real people. Um, and I think that, I think the biggest issue that I have is that the epilogue is 17 years later, right? But like the characters are still very much their 17 year old selves. Mm. Like, I don't know. Sorry, this is way off topic. That's okay. But like, I don't know about like you, but like I am dramatically different than who I was 11 years ago. Like like I'm, I mean I'm, I'm still the same core person and I still have you know the same memories and the same important things but like I've grown a lot and I've like realized that like some stuff you go through as a child is just traumatic and you have to heal from it but like that doesn't mean that like you still carry on with the same ideals that you had as a 17 year old so I would say even though Harry forgave Albus at 17 I think personally it's a little unrealistic to think that he would name his kid after him but and i'll let you have that because there's more i could say but for the sake of the, po- of the episode <laughs> <laughs> for the sake like, of the episode segue number seven, show number seven. <laughs> showing umbridge he's boss i loved this scene <laughs> okay, tell me tell me why tell me why because you love it. i can't stand umbridge i really think she's like one of the like it's like voldemort and then like close second umbridge like i hate her more than i hate bellatrix I feel like she's almost even worse than double voldemort but go ahead I mean, I would say she's worse because she, okay, I just, I, I will, I can't get over the fact that she like literally physically abused Harry and like he had to, he had to write with his own blood. Yeah, that was nasty. I can, I remember reading that and, and like being like, what the hell? Like, 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 oh my gosh, it was, yeah, 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 it was insane. It was absolutely unhinged. That's so, a, that that you know in the the movies don't quite do that justice. Oh. Like what that felt like reading that as a kid. Like oh, that was just absolutely <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> like Stephen Stephen King's got nothing on that. Like oh that was just, my goodness. It's like your worst fear come true. Like yeah, someone having that fear. much power over you. Yes. You know? Or like a teacher like thinking they're trying to help you, but like absolutely just ruining everything. Oh okay. But yeah, so it was great seeing Dumbledore. Tell her who's boss. 
But what I like, I think this is like a theme of there's there's a couple of scenes in here from that particular movie. Uh-huh. And I think it's this theme of just how outside the law of a character he is. Like Ooh. he'll play along to a point, but then he won't. And it's like, and I think that's what I like about this scene is she has all this administrative authority, like a lot of people we know. But you can just feel his own personal power in comparison and just how much greater it is than that administrative authority that, you know, yep. we all kind of can have have some experience running into these people who have power just because they're bureaucrats or whatever. But that's kind of what struck me about that scene. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Okay. Number six, you said rescuing Harry from a bad fall. <laughs> so once I'm I got so to sorry. This, this, once I got to this one, I'm like, oh, this isn't as epic as I was thinking it was. But I just was trying to defend myself, which is that I guess it is the first time we ever actually see him flex his power. Because up until then, he's kind of like this grandfatherly, like, oh, hello, oh, kids. I like figure, socks. You know? I want yeah. socks as my present like, from the mirror. I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, this is the first time like you really feel how powerful he is. Because like, I don't think anyone else could have saved him in that moment. And you're yeah, like, that's wild. Dang, that guy's like a badass. Like He's like a Jedi. So. Uh, and I'm sorry for everyone reading this. Please laugh at Joe's joke that he put in the actual web page because I highlighted it and then sent it to him and asked him if it was a typo. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it must I'm not have been so that funny. Sorry, You'll see it. It's not a typo. It's a Joe's being funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number five. Oh, yes. Ser- okay. That is, that is a typo. You spelled serious wrong. Um, Orchestrating. (laughs) We probably should like look at these before doing this on air. Um, Orchestrating Sirius Black's release. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. (laughs) I did. I always spell his name wrong, though. Incredible. Um, I'll fix it. Yeah, I believe you'll fix it. Um, this this was wild. Like, I love the third. I love the third movie when I was a kid. Like, I think when yeah, I was no, a kid, the third the third movie was my favorite one. Um, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Like the time turner thing, like, blew me away. So freaking cool. <gasps> yeah. So. Yeah. And the whole, well, like, Dumbledore was, like, playing into it with Buckbeak and everything. It was just, it was great. And yeah, like I you said, dedicated I, tactician, always playing <laughs> an angle. But he, you know, one thing that's funny looking back on it, it's kind of like, and I don't know if Gambon, like, because he never read the books famously, right? So I don't know how much he was doing this purposely, but he's kind of giddy during that time. He's kind of like. Yeah, like, this is what we're gonna do. It's kind of like this is like this is the kind of stuff I live for, you know. But we don't again like this is a whole different side to him than we've ever seen before. Because again, he was that sock loving guy that was just sort of like a nice old man, and then we get to see this whole other like energetic side of like being excited about doing his conniving ways, right? So yeah, for sure. Yeah, wild. Um, and then meeting number four, you said meeting Tom Riddle and seeing through him immediately agree it's great it uh yeah and i think i think this also shows like how like how smart dumbledore is because i feel like a lot of what happened with tom riddle was that i feel like a lot of people got like as the girls would say nowadays a lot of people got the ick but (laughs) but they never like (laughs) just go with it joe you're so you're it's fine just go with it 
Um, but like a lot of people wouldn't have commented on it because they were like, oh, he's just an orphan. I feel so bad for feeling bad about him. But like Dumbledore was like, nah, he's a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he's like, but he still was like, he could tell right away he had issues, but he was still like going to help him. You know what I mean? That, yeah, but, that is true. And he, but he refused, he refused to help. So there wasn't really much he could do. Yeah, you almost wonder what would have happened if he would have like accepted Dumbledore's help. So, but it was never gonna happen. He was too much of a I don't know what the word is, but bad guy. Yeah, he was kind of. But it's also interesting too because it shows that he was like, it wasn't like like he grew into being. He's not like a lot of characters where, like in, in like these more like archetypical stories where they start out great and then like turn bad like. He was just bad. Like he oh, was rotten from yeah. the start. It's it's very reminiscent of Lord of the Rings when like Sauron is just bad. Yeah. Like and yeah. like and that's something I feel like that's missing in a lot of today's like shows and stuff. Um not shows, but like books, movies, TV shows, everything. Where it's like mm-hmm. the villains have to have like a really tragic backstory. Like Worst case I've seen recently is Disney's Cruella, mm. where like the reason Cruella was so mean to dogs was that like her parents were murdered by puppies or something. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I am not even kidding. Yeah, like, so she has, whereas like in the original movie, like Cruella is just a bad person. Like, she just wants to skin puppies and wear them as a coat. Like, you well, know, yeah, no yeah, motivation like other than chaos. It, I mean, sometimes, like, giving these characters, like, a lot of depth helps and makes them more, like, you can relate to them more. But sometimes, like, sometimes you're, like what you you're just Sometimes you just need a bad guy. <laughs> it's kind of like, it becomes like a cliche, you know? Like, yeah. Everybody well, and has then, to have, like, they were hurt when they were kids, but sometimes they're just, they're just bad. Well, and know? I mean, we were actually talking about this at work today, where one of my, um, one of my coworkers says that, like, um, people only commit crimes because they're put in no other position and they like and they feel like they have to and I mean I kind of pushed back against her I was like yeah I'm sure that's true for some people but like I I really do think other people are just bad like and they they might have tragic backstories like look Tom Riddle had a tragic backstory but like he's still bad you know it's it's like you can't just like explain things away and like saying like oh they'll accept help because people won't accept help and then they'll like murder people a la well, he's Tom a perfect Riddle. he's the perfect foil to Harry right because Harry like is from yes. a similar sort of situation yeah unloved almost in this sort of dreary thing but you almost know, a little heavy handed with the foils but yeah. <laughs> the 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 difference though between Tom Riddle and Harry Potter is that Harry had friends who weren't afraid of him. But that didn't come till later, right? Like well, he was eventually. So when he was eleven, yeah. But then even even well, even when Tom Riddle got to Hogwarts, people were afraid of him. Mm. But like Harry had like Ron and Hermione and a whole bunch of other people who I mean I guess people were afraid of him in the second book because they thought he was the heir of Slytherin. But like, <laughs> he was so it's not scary. perfect. He was pretty scary. He, in that one. <laughs> you know, just talking to snakes as one does. <laughs> I love how Harry is like, yeah, that's. I mean, I'm a wizard, right? So I totally should be able to talk to snakes. And Hermione's like, nah, man. Like, loads of people here can do it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, ah. No, hombre. No. It's <laughs> not cool. The rest of the stuff's fine, but that's not cool. The wizard stuff, absolutely okay. 
talking to snakes is where we draw the line. That, that reminds me, too, another funny quote where she's like, no, Harry, even in the wizarding world, hearing voices isn't good. That is funny. It's like, it's like some things don't change. Like, you don't want to be hearing voices. No you, don't hear, you, you don't want to be talking to snakes. You don't want to be hearing voices. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, okay so number three. <laughs> number three, telling the minister of magic he won't go quietly. Incredible. It was pretty badass. Yeah. That was a huge flex for sure. Huge flex. Yeah. It would have been cool. And and like I loved like I love how I love the Phoenix. What's the Phoenix's name? Fox. How do you say his name? Because it's F A W K. That's what you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the Phoenix touch. I'm just like, oh hey, Phoenix. And then he's there. So I don't know. Phoenixes are cool. I don't have anything else to say about that. I was rambling. I'm sorry. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't really a whole lot to say. It's just a cool moment. You know cool what I mean? Cool moment. Love the bird. Number two, teaching Tom Riddle a little respect in the order of the Phoenix. Great duel. I honestly don't remember this part of the book because I was in shell shock after Sirius's death. So I don't remember this happening at all in the book or the movie. Wait, really? Yeah, absolutely. I've, I have no memory of this. I'm literally, I'm going to go and I'm going to watch the YouTube video because I do not remember this happening. Okay. Well, you need to go back and watch the YouTube video and then you need to go and read the scene too because. Okay. Um, I was in shock because Sirius died. Like Sirius should not i was so mad it was a little bit yeah like he kind of dies super quick and then it you jump into this really intense scene yeah i was so. in shock in shock in shock so i'll go back and uh let you know but i i agree with you i don't remember it but it's probably one of the most important <laughs> moments from dumbledore facing his demons and overcoming them and half blood oh, prince I think what's crazy yeah. about this is that, I w- as I was thinking about this, what's crazy about this is that at this point, you don't even really know like what's going on on in, with Dumbledore's inside on the inside of Dumbledore, and I think Gambon really captures all of that turmoil so well in yes. this scene where you just yes yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yes, agree. Like, yeah, I I was really moved and really impacted by um, that scene in the sixth movie. Um, when he's drinking the potion and everything like that was like super intense. Um, I think G- Gambon, I keep saying his name wrong. Gambon, I think he did a really good job and, uh, it definitely like, I remember reading the book and being like, oh my gosh, this is so intense. Like what's happening? What is going on? Um, yeah. So, although I have never seen the movies, the crimes of whatever. Grindelwald. Yeah, with Jude Law. I should watch it because Jude Law is one of my favorite actors and I'd pretty much watch anything with Jude Law in it. But I have not watched it yet. It They're pretty good, but they don't really completely capture... They don't completely do it justice, like, why he feels the way he does. It's kind of just like, oh, they had a relationship or whatever. But, like, as we know from... As we know, it's... He did some bad... You know, he, I think it's really... To me, it's like that turmoil over obviously who he was... But also, you know, what he did to his own family and then what he is like <laughs> planning yeah. to do to Harry, you know, it's yeah, it's all kind of like comes out in that moment. But I think what's really, really profound is that we don't even know. Like that's like to me looking back, it's like, oh, man, at that point, 
because I remember being like, what's, what is this about? Like, what's the meaning? I kind of didn't think it meant much. Like, it was just some weird state he was in. But now, obviously, later, you're like, oh. Yeah, now it's like, oh my gosh, he's being attacked by his, like, literal demons. So. Thank you.